Golight presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. This is Adrian Kennedy. Now, I'm joined on the line by a lady called Claire who has a story she wants to tell us. And she's asking you to think twice before you pick on somebody for doing what she does. It'll all make sense when we talk to Claire. Claire, you're very welcome to Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, Adrian. I'm good, thanks. Claire, tell me your story. Take me to the start of your story and the uh, health condition that you've been dealing with. Okay. Well, back in August 2018, um, I had started a new job up in the airport and it was actually my first day. And I wasn't feeling well, and I was kind of thinking maybe it's a first day nerves, but it wouldn't be something that would normally affect me. And I was like, no. So at lunchtime, I said to them, look, I said, nothing, I'm going home. They said, yeah. And I had a massive heart attack in the hangers. Um, I don't have much memory of it. I remember I didn't ring an ambulance. I rang my mom and dad, and they were only up the road. So they flew up, and they somehow got me. And they got me to hospital just in time. I was told that five minutes later, and I'd be gone. Um, since then, I had 16 stents inserted into my heart. I got diagnosed with heart disease. Um, this time last year, I went in for a routine angiogram because I wasn't feeling very well. And I just kept saying to Bowman, look, I need, I need this or something that right. And I had the angiogram. And instead of being told that I got sensory blossoms or I got new stents, I got told that I'm going to be having open heart surgery that the stents had failed. So about eight weeks later, I went in and I had the open heart surgery. And by no means is it an easy thing. It is the sorest thing and it, it just leaves an incredibly ugly scar on you. Um, it affects your mental health. I lost all my hair through alopecia and stress. Um, I literally had a year of hell, but I'm getting back on my feet now. Okay, um, and, and it's important to point out here that, that you're only a young woman. Yeah, I was 47 when, when I first started getting the heart attacks and I was 40 when I had the open heart surgery. Um, it, it wouldn't be a thing that I'm not one of these that wouldn't get up and kind of want to have myself dressed and made for the day. But and last year, you, you just don't. You just feel miserable. But I applied for the blue badge for the parking and now they don't get them out very easily. You have to get letters from doctors and cardiologists everything. Mm. And I got the blue badge. Now, if there is a space in a car park and I'm only going in for better milk, I'm not going to use the blue badge space. I'm going to use a normal space. But I did use um, the blue badge twice in the last eight weeks. And one time I was in a local area in Donamid and I got stopped outside the shop by a man um, shouting abuse at me that I was, I don't even want to say the word, but something that wasn't very nice and i see you next Tuesday. And I was, why are you talking about that? Like, what is your problem? What, what are you on about? You taking up that space. Look at the state here and everything's not a thing wrong with you. And I was kind of, how do you know there's nothing wrong with me because I'm not in a wheelchair? But really, I shouldn't have given me sense to him. I said, but I did. Now, somebody from the department above had said to him, listen, mate, you know, you're being banged out of order here. Like, she has a pass in her window. You're, you know, you're, you're going about this the wrong way. So, of course, I went home and I was fuming. I was upset. And it ate away at my confidence. And 
it's happened two or three times since then. Like when you say, let, let me just go back before I find out what other people have said to you. Because mm-hmm. of your medical condition, because of the very serious operation that you went through, because of the pain that you live with as a result of the operation and so on, you are perfectly entitled to have a disability parking pass, one of those blue yeah, badges. Absolutely. Right. Okay. 100%. Yeah. So this man calls you a see you next Tuesday uh, for parking yeah. in a disabled spot. And uh, uh, other people have attacked you as well. Um, I was in um, a local zone store the other day and there's two, two car spots for the Blue Bay. Now, as I said, if I'm going for bread and milk, I'm not using it, but if I'm doing a shop where I'm going to have to push a trolley, I am because I'm not able for it. I, I'm still quite sore. So I see me shopping the other day and I did use the spot and there was an elderly lady and she was only sort of hit me with an umbrella, like, you know, telling me how wrong I am and that yummy mummy's park over here. So I'm not yummy mummy. I was like, you know, I said, I'm somebody that says I'm entitled to park here. I said, did you even have to cop on to walk around and look in the front of the window? Like, you know, I don't need to. You're like, get up on me. You know, this kind of attitude. And I mean, you don't have to have a physical disability to have a disability. And it's just kind of trying to make awareness of that, like, because it is quite upsetting and it does hit your confidence. And, you know, after two years of lockdown and then a year of kind of being in and mending, and you're only getting back out and you're getting this abuse, like, who do people think they are? One of my pet hates is, and I, and I know it would be for a lot of people, one of my pet hates is people using disabled parking spots when mm-hmm. they're not entitled to. Uh, and yeah. I have actually called out people uh, myself for doing it. Now, can you understand why people get annoyed when they think it's being used in the wrong? No, because, I mean, if they're going to shoot the loudmouth, then walk around and not make themselves look like dickheads, like in all fairness, walk around to the front and see, is there a pass in the window? Like, is this for real? They don't know what's going on just by looking at somebody like, you know, like they don't know that inside my handbag I'm carrying angina spray because I suffer really bad angina attacks. You know, and they are, they're very like a heart attack and they're not nice. They don't know any of this. So no, if you're going to open your mouth and put somebody down, don't make yourself look stupid. Walk around and have a gander for us. Like, you know, because it's going to backfire. But again, if people are using them illegally, God, they deserve the abuse that they're getting because it's the lowest of the low. Okay, so you do understand people calling somebody out for parking in a disabled spot without having a blue badge or whatever the case may be. But in your case, (laughs) you do have a blue badge. You uh, are perfectly entitled to the blue badge. It's in your name. But people uh, are automatically assuming because you're not in a wheelchair that you're not entitled to park there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's just the name calling as well. Like, it's a horrible label that kind of, I oh God, it's terrible that the picture for it will say it's a wheelchair picture. But, and even the things that do be on the ground, like, I mean, maybe they should change them up and update them as well, you know, because I'm sure there's plenty of people in my position. But if they just update things, like, I suppose there's right and wrong everywhere here. Okay, but, so the automatic I mean, assumption that to park in a disabled spot you have to be in a wheelchair is wrong. And I think you're Mm -hmm. probably right. Maybe the badge itself needs to be uh, redesigned because it is not Mm -hmm. only people in wheelchairs who are entitled to those passes. No, absolutely not. Like, there's many, many conditions. Like, okay, one of the main things is that you can only walk so far without feeling breathless or having pains or things like that. There's plenty of things that will allow you to have a blue badge and they don't give them out easily like I mean they're impossibly hard to get 
So you, you kind of proving yourself to a medical board before they even give it to you. And your point uh, uh, that you've made already is that you use it sparingly anyway uh, if you don't mm. uh, need to park like in I a disabled spot. If I was up in Bowmount, I wouldn't even use it. I'd go into the private car park before I park outside and use it. But I shouldn't have to say it like this, you know? So your message then to... People who are self-imposed parking police, which sounds like uh, some of these people have been, uh, what is your message to somebody who would have a go at you for parking in those spots? Just cop on, mind your own business. Like, if it's not concerning you and you're going to kind of, I mean, there's a way of approaching people that you can be diplomatic about it. Okay, if you think that I'm wrong a person, just approach me and just say it. Don't start calling me all the names under the sun. It's not offensive or to even call anybody. And I'm being screamed at all over housing estate. Like, and it's just, you know, the housing estate was shocked. And it's completely wrong because it was drawing more attention to me and more embarrassed. Uh, it sounds very embarrassing what what has happened to you. Yeah. Um, if it was a one-stop, I kind of, you know, I'd grin and bear it. And I'd, I'd kind of eventually get to laugh it off because they look stupid. But when it's happening, kind of any time that I use it, like if I go to Bowmount, which I'm up an awful lot in Bowmount, I won't use up there. Like I went to a private car park and I pay, you know, because there is people worse off than me. There is people, and I and I do feel guilty because I'm not in a wheelchair, you know, but there is people there. So I, I do leave, like there's only a couple of park spots up there anyway for the disabled. So I do try not park outside and I will go into a private car park and I will pay. But if I know that I'm going to be kept in Bowman, well, that's a different story, really. You know, that's when you have to kind of use your common sense and say, well, okay, until I get someone to come up and take me care. You know, but I don't take advantage of it at all. And I just wish that people could have a little bit more respect for one another. They don't know what's going on. How is your health now, Claire? How are you feeling? Um, well, I'm kind of, I'm still in a little bit of pain. Like if I do deep breaths in or if I cough around, I'm quite sore because obviously to have the surgery, they have to cut open all your um, ribcage and all the nerves and everything. So all that is still healing. So it is quite sore. But I mean, compared to what I was when I first came around, like Jesus, I'm in a different league altogether. Like I'm, I'm having to make myself go back walking because... I mean, I walk me, I walk me 18 hours a week. Um, I don't want to sit at home. I don't want to wallow in self-pity. It is what it is. And I'm one of the lucky ones to hear to tell the story. So I, I'm trying to get my life back on track. And, you know, I'm doing okay at the minute, thank God. All right. Well, look, I wish you well. And the, the point of this podcast today is to get that message out there that just because you're not in a wheelchair and you're using a disability spot, uh, it doesn't mean you're not entitled to. In your case, you are entitled to. You have a blue badge which has been given mm-hmm. through, uh, to you for the medical condition that you're living with and um, people shouldn't take it upon themselves to give you abuse. Absolutely, Adrian, that's it. Great to talk to you, Claire. I wish you well and I hope you uh, continue on your road to recovery and hopefully... In time, you won't even need a blue pa- badge. Well, here's hoping. Here's hoping. I'm hoping six months' time, that's all, everything over and done with that, and back to normality again. So, please, God. All right. Everything happens for a reason, so that's the, it. The best of luck to you, Claire, and thanks very much indeed for talking to us on Opinions Matter. Thanks a million, Adrian. Take care. So, there you are. Bit of food for thought. Don't take it upon yourself to attack somebody unless you're certain that they either don't have a badge or they're not entitled to or they're using somebody else's. 
Thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new one. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.